I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tenhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time. Like <clears throat> tears. In Gamf Season 2. Time is uh, 2.59 on the uh, p.m. <laughs> Uh, is it actually, it is actually. That's the correct time, isn't it? That is, yeah. I just looked at my, just looked at my phone. <laughs> my got IT, to be my... even in a comedy bit. It's got to be factually accurate. <laughs> um, I was thinking with this week because it's season two. Yeah, yes. Um, we just reintroduced the whole thing. Concept, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we're gonna pick up. Hopefully, we'll pick up steam with this one. Yeah. Um, should we? Should we dive into it? Yeah, sure. Let's. Are you recording anyway? Are you recording right now? I certainly am. Uh, it, it records when you, when you start when, when the, the conversation starts when, when the call nice. starts. So, uh, so, so do we want to dive into Blade Runner? Or do we want to do, we want to do a reintroduction of? Let's what do this a reintroduction is? stuff. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, you 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 kick us off. I've got some things to get up to. All right, sounds good. So, welcome to Gamf. Gamf stands. Uh, the T is silent. Gamf stands for me, Gerard, and Mark FaceTime. Um, and uh, so basically, we're two longtime friends who have uh, moved. Well, I've moved. Several thousand miles away uh, to the United States. Mark is in the West. The same place I was ten years ago when you left. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as a way of uh, keeping in touch and and uh, and talking more, we decided to to, to start FaceTiming regularly and thought, well, you know, there's no point in doing anything anymore unless it's content, right? Content. That's what I said in episode one. That's a callback. It Call is a callback. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, it's, yes, so we would generally discuss uh film something on tv some kind of social issue uh we've done uh podcasts uh, other podcasts you know and uh tv stuff and then internet videos various various different kinds of things that just pique our interest and just chat about them basically yeah whatever really yeah. and uh actually you know what hey season two season yeah two. Season, two. season two season two season two um if anybody wants to send us in something yes it's been a couple of months since we did this how was your summer Instead of how was your week? Get yeah, it? there you go. Yeah, it. it kind of flew by to be honest with you. It was it was pretty good. Um, just working and 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 various things. Yeah, nothing really super eventful to be honest with you. Just uh, just pretty standard. Um, yeah, uh, rode the bike around a bunch. Tried to stay out of the heat. Um, we had a couple of well, I guess probably six weeks of really high temperatures here, where it was probably in the hundreds so probably high 30s every day um and uh and then uh you came and visited which was very pleasant yes and uh we shot some sh- shot some stuff and and uh, went and saw some things uh which depending on how we edit it uh is is we're gonna have uh some some, some car gamps from, uh, yeah. from a couple of movies we went to see yeah there is there will be a later episode that is actually an earlier episode that yes. we will drop it out there i think that one um i looked and both those films come out on on video in uh late late uh, mid to late november so i'll probably do it then okay great i won't spoil so, it and then we'll, no <laughs> yeah never, yeah no spoilers um yeah 
yeah so so pretty good overall kind of flew by like i said it was it was it was pretty pretty quick summer um uh yeah there was a potential that i was going to go to puerto rico for a little bit there for a for a conference and and never did um now there's now there's no more puerto rico exactly yeah it was it was it was it was the week before the hurricane hit as well that i was supposed to go there to to present and uh yeah so yeah um yeah definitely heart goes out to the people out there It's, it's a tough situation for them so yeah, everyone affected by those hurricanes and the Vegas thing and yeah. everything. How was your summer? Uh, same as yours. Yeah, just kind of flew <laughs> I, by. I, I don't have a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you didn't come and visit me. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, we didn't film anything here. Exactly no. the same as yours. Yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I was around here most of the summer, so I helped out at my parents' farm a little bit. Cool. Uh, trying to think of anything significant that happened that I wasn't visiting you, um, but I visited you. Yeah. Um, and we did this, but you know, off offline, off yeah. off content. Although there will be content, shall we say? Um, I'm trying to think what the hell else I did. There is an element where it just flew by, or it yeah. feels like it did anyway. It's weird how that. I went. I, I went on a little holiday in uh, in. Uh, I was about to say Devon, Cornwall, to visit yes. Harry. Yes, that was yes. kind of nice. Did that for a couple of days. That was really nice. Shout out to Harry. She'll be listening at some point. Where about in Cornwall? Um, does she live? Uh, Bude. Bude. Oh, okay. Uh, which is not a place I've ever been. I actually went as we went as part of it. We went to Ilfcombe where I holidays as a child. Oh yeah, and we managed to find the actual location of the caravan we used to stay in at, when we were young, based nice. on just on my really Remem- shitty geolocation skills and a bit of memory. Like, <laughs> I knew where it was along the coast. And yeah, we we drove up into the hills. Like this is too high. Went back down, and then we managed to get. It turns out it was never in Ilfcombe. It was in a place called. I want to call it Heel, but apparently... No, no. I wanted to call it Heli, but apparently it's called Heel. Oh, H-E-L-L-E? No, H-E-L-E. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um... I'm thinking of. Heli, but Heel, apparently. Heel, okay. Like, you know. I I, I had a a similar sort of uh, thing, uh, not in person, on... um, So when I was a a, a young, young lad... Uh, my mom's youngling. When I was a young a youngling, um, uh, we went to Kajunamuria. No, um, <laughs> my my mother's friend's sister uh, bought uh, like a derelict barn in northern France uh, and turned it into a holiday home. Um, okay. And I was like, I kind of remember where it is, so I kind of did a Google Street View revisiting of that place, trying to find where it was, and I like found the corner where I remember Ethan walking to the corner shop which was about probably a mile up, up this tiny little farm track um and it was it was it's a one horse town called Helse in northern france uh in normandy near near a place called Gohon. um and i remember there was, there was but it was kind of fun it's amazing how much of that stuff is street viewed now i mean I, I, you could go down the track toward where the farm was you couldn't quite get to to where that where the the house was but i i could see it and it was it was amazing how how just from memory I was able to kind of mm. trace back and go, okay, I think it was there. That road looks like it's the right shape and actually find it, you know? I remember eating white, white Smarties from the little shop that was in Ilse. They had uh, Smarties and they, they had the, all the regular colors, but it also had a white one and it was white chocolate and it was delicious. I was about to say, white Smarties just been left out in the sun too long. Don't eat this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my summer. We didn't really talk about the summers. Um, yeah, that's fine. Let's... Let's do our favorite segment. What are you drinking? I heard you open something. I am drinking, as uh, fairly usual, Cherry Cook Zero. Nice. I've got water. Water. It's my, my trifecta again. The end of a, uh, a root beer I left down here earlier on. I forgot about oh. it. It's still, it's still really cold because it's really cold down here. Hence the hat. 
Yes, yeah, so I, was, I was thinking that might be the reason. And well, I was just wearing it anyway, and I was going to take it off, and now I've forgotten, so I'm just going to stick with it. Yeah. Um, when I went out, because it's October, the uh, is this some the, kind of pumpkin the... spice thing? No, no, no. It's much better, uh, or at least it's worse or better. I got a liter of beer and a stein for ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's let's. I want I want to, I want to hear what kind of monumental sound this thing makes. It's probably going to spit up all into my face. Excellent. How was that? Oh, it smells really beery. That's pretty good. So, it, looks like I tried freaking, to... it looks like a paint can. It does, doesn't it? Look at that. <laughs> One litre. I think they've made it specifically that big, so because it sat in the stein like that. Oh, okay. In a, in a cardboard box. That's pretty um, sweet. Is it cold? It was. I put it in the fridge when I got back. Um, but it won't be by the time I've drunk it. Let's see if I can pour this. Screenshot this while I do it, just in case I'll fuck this up. No, no, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. How much heads this thing gonna have by the end of it? That's the uh, pretty concern. big, is my imagine. Is my imagine pretty big? Is my imagine? <laughs> it's your imagine, you know. It's your imagine. <laughs> in theory, it should be as big as that top section here. I think. Oh, yeah, it's, gonna it's gonna be, gonna be way, bigger. way bigger. Yeah, it's gonna be way bigger. Oh, look at that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Marvelous. How could I've still got beer in there? Well, uh, yes, because okay. the head's half the glass. Yeah. Onto Blade Runner. Onto Blade Runner. Okay. L leave a gap to include music or something. Commerce is our goal here at Tyrell. More human than human is our motto. Rachel is an experiment, nothing more. We began to recognize in them strange obsession. After all, they are emotionally inexperienced with only a few years in which to store up the experiences which you and I take for granted. If we gift them the past, we create a cushion or pillow for their emotions, and consequently, we can control them better. Memories. You're talking about memories. Right, so do you want to do... How, how were you going... Uh, let's just explain our history with Blade Runner, shall we? Starting That's with what I was yourself. kind of thinking, yeah. Okay, so um, I first saw Blade Runner when I was a bit too young, the original, um, and didn't really get on with it super well when I first saw it. Uh, I kind of thought that it looked, okay. it kind of thought it looked cool. Um, but it was right. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I should probably have learned the history of this, but, um, it was the director's cut was the first one that I, that I saw. Um, and, uh, just, just kind of, I think I was a little bit too young for it. So went several years without, without watching it and kind of thinking, ah, I don't really like it. Um, then came back to it probably in my early twenties, um, found a DVD copy of it or somewhere. I was just like, ah, it's like 99 pence or something, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and absolutely fell, fell in love with it. Thought it was, it was fantastic. Uh, and it was pre final cut at that point. So we were still director's cut, but also ended up seeing the theatrical cut with the, with the, the, the voiceover and, uh, thought it was absolutely terrible. Um, I had have no love for that version of the film, um, but yeah, I absolutely, I really adore the original film. I think it's um, kind of a masterpiece of atmospheric world building. Um, it's 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 a fairly simplistic plot uh, when you kind of boil it down. It's 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 fairly straightforward, but it's it's. I always feel like I'm very involved in it. Um, how about you? Where where did you? How did you come to it? 
Um, quite similar. I mean, I grew up watching the theatrical cut on TV, so I actually have a lot of affection for that version. Okay. Um, a lot of people do who saw that first. I just didn't see it first. So it was like, what yeah, have they done no, to No, I it? totally get that. Because everyone, everyone says the same thing about the, um, the director's cut. You know, that's 90 or 91, I think that comes out. And um, it was apparently, I read the other night, it was released by accident first. The director's cut was? Yeah, I don't know how you release something by accident, but I guess mm. it existed, or a half-finished version of it existed, and they must have just shipped it on video or something. Whoops. And and that was when people were like, wait, what's this? I've got you, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and that's when they go back and, you know, it gets the re-release and it comes out properly in, in you know, uh, the start of the 90s. Um, I don't know how that's, you know, that's completely unreferenced, but um, yeah, that's what I what I read. Interesting. Um, but yeah, all the, I don't, the, they don't advertise for killers in the newspaper and stuff. I kind of dug all that. Um, because I like old black and white film noir crap, yeah, and that fits quite well in there. And then, well, actually, now you see the other one; it's it's obvious that it's bad, and there's actually not that much of it. It disappears for whole sections of the film until they're trying to drill home a point. Is that um, right? Because I haven't seen that version in a long time, so in my mind, it's constant. But there's 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 big chunks where it's not. Well, there's really not that much of it; it just disappears for whole sections, <laughs> and um, uh. Uh, legend, is the, the, yeah, legend, no, legend is that legend is that that Harrison Ford hated the idea and kind of half-assed it. Yeah, tried to do it so bad they wouldn't use it. He yeah. he said that's not true. Oh really? Okay. Like he, that he would never, that he would never try and do something so badly, you know, or whatever. But I mean, okay. either way, it wasn't good. But the lines weren't good, so. No. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, the um. Uh, so that was the one I grew up with, and then I saw the director's cut. Must have been when it was new on video or something. Yeah, and um, and then I kind of I drop out of it for years, mm-hmm. and I never really consciously acknowledged how big a film it was in my childhood until I see it in the cinema, which for me actually is probably one of those big things where you actually you you watch it for the yeah. first time for me, you know, um, like you see you see it properly for the first time, and usually nowadays I watch a lot of classics in the cinema, and um, and every time I do, it's like fuck, like all these things I've never yeah. noticed. And um and so I when they re-released they re-re-released the final cut, which I didn't see when they put it out in two thousand seven or something. It's been about ten years, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, sounds about right. But they they did another release of it in um two thousand twelve two thousand thirteen. I know I saw it in Cambridge. That's, that's yeah. I mean I, the version that I've got is from around then, but I don't know how long it was. That was that was about when I bought it. So uh, the, the final okay. cut release that I have the Blu-ray. So I don't know when they did the Blu-ray. Um, maybe the. Um, but yeah, when I saw that one, I, like I, I don't know why, but it was like reawakening a love for it in me. Yeah. So it was something that was around a lot when I was a kid, and I watched quite a lot when I was a kid in that version. And then I don't know, I just bubbled through it, you know, nineties, early two thousands. Sure. And then, then when I saw it in the cinema, I was like, it was weird because I remember just watching it and thinking how influential it was on me, without consciously acknowledging that before. Like the way I do, you've probably seen it. Like you know when I use chopsticks and I rub them like that. Yeah. That's Deckard. I got that from him. Oh really? Deck, like, yeah, Deck learned... does it when he's sitting sitting at the noodle bar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I was just I was watching that. And I was like, that's where I got that from. You know, yeah. like he taught me how to use fucking chopsticks. That's, <laughs> like, that's amazing. Because how else would I have learned? Like we never we never got Chinese food at the farm or anything. No, so no. That's how I learned to use chopsticks. Interesting. And I'm sure there's any number of films that I learned little stupid things from that was just like that's how you do that. Yeah. Um, I learned how to wear wear transparent plastic Macintoshes with nothing underneath from that movie. Holding a snake. Holding a snake, yeah. Having my my hair change dramatically and make make age me twenty years between it being wet and dry. 
Yeah, by going in the uh, the dome thing. Yeah, good dome thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I was watching it the other night. I was just like, the hair looked a lot better when it was just slick back. Slick back. Yeah, it, honestly, age, it ages her by like yeah. a long time. It's, it's but yeah, so so uh, since 2012, 2013, whenever I saw it in the cinema, I've just been kind of like, yeah, you know, this is yeah. it's like a modern reawakening of a love for it, and uh, and so because of that, I'm you know I'm quite hot on it now. So like, not as I don't think quite as much as you were. Um, but I was so up for 2049 once it was a real thing, and, and yeah. especially once once it was going to be Denis Villeneuve, because I'm a big fan of Sicario and Arrival, and uh, to a lesser extent, Prisoners. I still haven't seen his giant spider one, the uh, enemy. It's it's Dennis Villeneuve. That's it, Dennis. <laughs> I can't even say. It. How did you say? Villeneuve. But it's inter- so so another big part of uh, the original Blade Runner for me, uh, aside from the aesthetic, which you know I'm a sci-fi guy, so so the 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 cityscape, the dingy cityscape, uh, and flying cars and and flames coming out of buildings and giant monolithic skyscraper thing was really very appealing to me, and I love all the green screen technology in it. Um, uh, but the music as well was a massive massive part yeah. of it for me because I'm, I'm a synth guy as well so uh, Vangelis's score was just seminal and uh, uh, astonishing to me so I absolutely loved that so and I think that that really for me it, as I aged um, all of those elements kind of I, I recognized that, that there were multiple elements that really led into to my my love for it and it's interesting you say kind of like there was it, there was a drop off in interest and then a, and a resurgence I wonder if it if it's just aligned with you know the run-up to the direct, the, the final cut being re-released, because um, I know it was 07, but for me the uh, the interest started coming back in uh, the early 2000s as well, probably when I was in my early 20s. So, uh, but it, I think it, there was. Um, it could all just be also just be because like it wasn't shown on TV anymore. You know, that's but, part of it. Yeah. There's there's a there's a there's a social kind of reappraisal of Ridley Scott as the director that happens around then because like you hit you hit Gladiator and then he's oh, like yeah. this this you know he's on a different level because his 90s kind of sucked you know uh, with um godzilla no he didn't make that what did he make no that's the same guy (laughs) those two were both the same guy (laughs) i'm just Um, saying rule never movies to piss you off (laughs) it's good i like it you know i I was about to say gi jane and i assume tony scott did that but no he directed gi jane ridley scott directed gi jane yeah, oh I was going to say that, no and then idea. I double, I, I second guess myself. But no, he directed G.I. Jane. That was the last one before Gladiator. Uh, yeah, it would make sense that the reappraisal of Ridley Scott happens post Gladiator sure. because of the Oscars and everything. And then, I mean, it's probably that 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 and what came after that buys him the cachet to go back and do the final cut. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, shall we get into the the the, the meat of uh, quickly of the original one and how like how do you view the outcome of it like without take 2049 out of the equation yeah how at the end of like your version of blade runner yeah how do you feel about rachel and deckard um so the the way i i always saw it was that they they have they, drive off into the distance exactly they're, they're, in a nice sunlit flying, uh, flying in a car. beetle for some yeah. reason <laughs> the, it's just a beetle isn't it at the end of the theatrical version <laughs> i don't remember to be honest the um but but so so my thought is that the the hunter has fallen fallen in love with his prey, and they go off to to because because they're never going to get left alone. You know, Raff, uh, Faff Baff. Why do I always forget his name? Gaff. Uh, Gaff. There you go. Um, Edward James Olmos. Uh, you know, there's that echoing 
dialogue of the, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll never leave you alone. Too something. bad she won't live. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking that they're off on an adventure or to, to go into hiding and live a life together. Uh, consequences be damned in terms of where it puts them in, uh, in the, in the, the eyes of the law. Um, I think what you're hinting at is, uh, what is Deckard? Is Deckard human or not? Um, I never. Well, that's. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I admit, I never thought about it. it I, okay. I, I, I never, I never contemplated it until I started. Until I started reading stuff about it online and hearing other people's perspectives yeah. on it, saying, saying, "Oh yeah, but Deckard's clearly a replicant." It's like, wait, wait, where are you getting that from? And went back and watched it again. <laughs> Um, and it's and it's interesting to 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 kind of see. Well, I could I could kind of see how you could make a case for it, but you know, it feels like Alex Jones levels of credulity. To be honest, <laughs> did not expect uh, him to raise his head in this. No, I, I yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, obviously, like over the years, different things have been said by different people about it. I'm with you. I mean, I never thought he was, but I never really gave it much thought. The version I grew up with never even raised the question. I suppose no, didn't hint at it. Um, you know, it was just Gaff liked making fucking stupid origami things. Yeah. And um, and uh, uh, no offense to anyone who loves making origami things, they're fine. Um, no, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fucking stupid <laughs> origami things. Maybe an episode title there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's that was never really part of it, and I. Uh, you know, as much as I kind of like the fact that the, the version I grew up with had a happy ending, I love the ending of the um, of the the, uh, the other cuts where mm. it's literally just he picks it up, he does that little nod, and then yeah. he just you know, and it's all handheld. They just follow him into that lift, it shuts, bang, um, and it yeah, just like it's... it's just kind of like it, it's just that little little you know uh, rays of energy and rays of intent that just leads you into a kind of okay, you're going to leave with a lot of questions about, well, not questions, a lot of ideas about what comes next, yeah. and that's going to be enough, and that'll get you through the next 30 years until there's a sequel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm sorry, what I was going to say was that uh, over the years, obviously, uh, Ridley Scott's very convinced he is. Yes, that's what I've heard, you know? too. Is and and um, Harrison Ford has said the opposite. Um, but then Harrison Ford said a lot of things about how much he hated it and how much he'd never do a sequel, and here we are. True. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to get probably not wise to get into it, but I've read all sorts of things about the production and how it was absolutely hellacious. Um, he he literally said that his only his favorite thing about working on it was going home in the mornings because <laughs> <laughs> he worked. You know, it was all done overnight because yeah. LA in the darkness and everything. And um, yeah, he, I mean, I should think it was a tough shoot because I mean, you see how much effort must have gone into lighting that. Oh, seriously, so, yeah. I imagine there was a lot of waiting around, and I, I get the impression it was probably not the most organized of shoots, just from the way the film was and how I imagine a lot of things changed on the set, but that just the effort that went into producing that look oh, must have absolutely. taken a lot of time. Well, there's nothing so, in that in that film that really feels like a set. You, you know, sometimes when you see things, even big big budget things, you kind of go, oh, that's a cool set. But with 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 the original Blade Runner, you just kind of think you're in the world at least that, and that's one of one of the things that I love about it is that I, I never kind of like have that step back where I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool effect. Uh, mm. I'm always just I'm 100 percent bought in. I'm a mark for Blade Runner, I guess. <laughs> Blade Runner turns heel on you in the next 20 minutes. I'm going to be so upset. Um, but no, yeah, same thing. Like, it, there's so much like there's backlot and there's real LA and there's yeah. 
there's sets and there's all sorts, but it's it's such a lived in world and so done on a budget, I think as well that it's just it's such a a crazy achievement in you know in any way and you know we both know that like that sort of destroyed almost sci-fi for the next 20 years you know in terms of trying oh, to yeah. look like that and it, well, yeah. it still does i mean ghost in the shell earlier this year is still very blade Runner. and uh yeah I, I, so so i actually talked to my mom about this and she read the book do, do android stream of electric sheep uh, okay she's a big philip k dick fan in the in the, in the 70s and when she was growing up um and f- from her recollection there's no hint of that in the book um but- i i doubt there was in the script i think it was one of those ideas that they're kind of like in the way that filmmaking doesn't anymore, there's a lot of kind of beat, you know, that seventies, early eighties period. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, probably a lot of drugs on set, you know, yeah, no, but probably. there's a lot of kind of beat people working in film that are kind of like, it's essentially like sci-fi easy rider, you know? So yeah. I think there's a lot of things where they're, they're, there's a script, but they're, they're kind of working through a lot of things on the day. And I think some of the, um, the replicant stuff certainly ends up coming in there, you know, as it goes along, you know, and kind of like, oh, what about this? How's about this? And then that's how it's kind of almost like the conversation was five years earlier. It's something that's shaped in the edit more than in the script. Right. How, how, where does this sit for your mother? Is she a big fan of the film or is she just a big fan of Philip K. Dick? A uh, big fan of Philip K. Dick to begin with. Uh, really liked the first film. Um, oh, that uh, sounds ominous. <laughs> had, uh, yeah. Uh, had, 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 had some interesting perspectives on it, quite frankly, that I was like... Ooh. Um, the the phrase you're just wrong about that may have come out of my mouth when we were talking about it (laughs) oh we'll get into that in the uh, second half of this Um, Uh, it was about the first one actually so so, I mean I could could mention it so so, uh, in her view um, Roy Batty uh, you know uh, 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 Rooker Hauer is the is the protagonist of the first film Uh, and so she kept comparing him to uh, Ryan Gosling's character K, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Compare K to Deckard. They are the, they are the analogs between the two films in my mind. So uh, yeah, that was when I was just like, <laughs> I jokingly said, 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 um, you keep you keep saying that 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 Roy Batty is the protagonist. You're just wrong. <laughs> 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 uh, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. As someone who's kind of a long-time Philip K. Dick fan, it was interesting to 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 hear her perspective on on Twenty Forty Nine. Yeah, and because because it's to an extent, it's the same people taking their world further without even, I would think, without even going back to the the book. Yes, it's a continuation very much of the narrative from the first film. I think. Yeah, without with that, yeah, with everything they created or whatever, like precisely, no, yeah. No, even like reverence, I would think for no. for what Dick had done. So, the, right, even, we... even though in, in uh, twenty forty nine it does say based upon the Android stream of electric sheep in the titles, I think it'd have to though legally. Think, uh, does it really legally? Okay, interesting. I would think so because it's based on a property that's based on. Yeah, that's true, and that property is still in copyright. Character character names, I don't even know. I can't even remember whether any character names are taken from the from the know. book. I think I think Deckard is from the book, but I'm not sure. I've never that's what I was wondering. But I, I, I think I, can't I have remember. read the book, but I think I read it when I was fairly young, or maybe started it and never finished it. I'm not sure. I thought you might be able to help me with the case. Any idea where I could find him? You police. Plan on taking me in. I would much prefer that to the alternative. 
job. I had your job once. Things were simpler then. What do you want? I want to ask you some questions. What happened? I covered my tracks. Scramble the records. We were being hunted. By who? You're out there somewhere, Beer Baron. And I'll find you. No, you won't. Before you saw the film, how, how were you feeling about it? And uh, in a non-spoiler way, what did you make of it? Before I saw the film, I was excited. I deliberately avoided reviews. I deliberately avoided too many of the trailers. I saw uh, a couple of things on Facebook, um, the little square trailers they keep putting out these days, and uh, a couple of the teasers in the theater. Uh, the my overall uh, my overall image of it was it looks absolutely stunning. Um, I just hope that. But but I remember thinking that I remember seeing stills from uh, the remake of. Uh, total recall and thinking it looked okay and so i was yeah so i was i was cautious about it so i, I deliberately tried not to build it up too much because i was worried about being disappointed but i absolutely loved this film i thought it was fantastic um nice i i i was hooked from the very second the the logos started coming up and they were all staticky and and Blade Runnery, and and then you know the the music started hitting, and there was that that kind of that Vangelis esque hit with the with the kind of whiny synth with the with the I, f- I forget the guy's name, but the um the, it's the guy he did the music for Arrival, I think as well, didn't he? Uh, actually, no. Did he not? I, I, okay, because I, I checked after I watched it, and um that guy had to quit it, and it was done by someone in Hans Zimmer, which I is why you get Hans Zimmer, like, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know why, but he left it. Uh, relatively okay. late on so i think the hans zimmer and the other guy only had uh maybe three months to pull together that soundtrack which weirdly well, they... happened with rogue one as well oh year. really okay well they, um, they did yeah, a fabulous the, the, job though johan um, johansson or whatever his name was uh yeah. didn't end up doing it but he was supposed to do it and i think he was the guy that did arrival okay which is a shame because i, I kind of now want to see what he came up with and maybe hear why he left but i'm sure that'll come out down the line yes yeah, so as, as soon as soon as the music started hitting though and and the the opening imagery was going on um i was i was i was pretty much in um and it was from there it was it just for me went from strength to strength and and i really enjoyed the pacing of it i really enjoyed the way it looked um the story was very similar in 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 many regards in terms of complexity i would say to the to the first for the first film um i thought it was uh, what they did with harrison ford's character and when they introduced him was kind of interesting and, and fairly brave because it was fairly not it's a bit of a spoiler, but it was fairly late on into the film. Yeah. Um, uh, not a massive fan of Ryan Gosling generally. I haven't really seen a whole lot with him in, um, but I thought he was kind of appropriate for this role because it was a fairly blank character. Uh, and yeah, I, I think I think his uh, that's a, that's a do that again. Okay, yeah, that that face. Imagine is, a prettier version of that <laughs> uh it is appropriate for, for for that that role where he is essentially the, the role of replicants has been shifted and uh and you know he's 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 very different than than the replicants in the first film so no i i thought it was it that's was a- that's a bit of a spoiler oh okay you can cut it out 
<laughs> no, it's fine. Fuck it. We're into spoilers now. <laughs> we lasted just all of like three notes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> just, just we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, good to know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was. It, <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was. It was really, really fantastic. Um, what were your thoughts on it? Because we're already in spoilers, I'm just going to say same. Okay. I, I don't think I. I thought. I don't think I had as many. Um, I don't think I'd bigged it up as much as you had, but okay. even then, I know you kept yourself from disappointment. Um, but I was, I was so waiting for it to come out for a little while now, but it wasn't kind of like I'm betting my entire life on this film, right. you know? Like, yeah. But I was looking forward to seeing it because, um, like you said, it looks really great, and it's and it's Roger Deakins, and I fucking love Deakins. Um, uh, uh, De- Deakins like a motherfucker is a, is an expression me and Luke use occasionally when it. things look. When things look good for, for, um, for the for the audience's sake what else has deacon's done that's oh, this he, is for the audience's um, sake for the for the audience's sake yeah he uh did he do the last bond film or did he do skyfall but they, they managed to get him for that um i saw him once uh, or i'm absolutely certain i saw him once walking to the bfi oh, cool. um foyer while yeah. i was in a workshop thing upstairs and i just saw him walk through and someone must have noticed him and he just kind of gave him a wink and a point like that and and to me, I just imagine someone like, because I would have probably gone, I would have gone, fucking Deacon! <laughs> Deacon's like a motherfucker! Yeah, wink and a point. Yeah. And he just looks so happy. And he, so, awesome. he looks like such a joyous, tall old man. Oh, I love it. Right, his top four on uh, IMDb are Shawshank. Oh, wow. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Stunning looking film. Beautiful Mind. Okay. And Skyfall. So he shot Skyfall. Gotcha, okay. Um, um, right, so should we go... Full spoiler, because I know we're, we're yes. just starting around. Do you want to just go full spoiler? Did Obviously. you see it? You saw it 2D, though, right? I did see it. Okay, you saw good. it 2D? I did. You saw so, 2D you, IMAX. I was about to say, you saw the 2D IMAX. For I some did. reason, over here, we've just got the 3D IMAX, so I'm not going to go and see it in IMAX. No, fair. Um, did it have any height to it, or was it still it had height 235? Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it went to the whole the, the top of the screen. Oh, bummer. Okay, so it's actually a different, so it's got more. Yeah, and it was, and the the, the sound. Yeah. Uh, from the, that first warm, I was like, "Yeah, I'm in this. It's brilliant." Fuck. Now I want to see it on IMAX. So good. Um, but yes, uh, so, okay. Um, if we're going into 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 spoilers, uh, yeah, deep dive, deep dive, folks, deep, deep dive, deep dive. Uh, so, so so we open on the uh, this aerial shot, and we see we see Batista. Uh, where we, the who we find out is Batista. And um, uh, it's amazing metal helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And that's another thing that was very strong about this. I thought was the uh, the, the costume design is phenomenal. Um, and uh, and immediately I know that he's kind of the um, uh, what's the name of the character? Uh, is it Harry? Oh, uh, do you mean uh, wake up, time to die? Wake up, time to die. You're right. It, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so. Um, Leon. There you go. Uh, Leon. Say, Leon. That's his name. Um, and he, he. So to me, he felt like a kind of an equivalent to Leon. That maybe maybe some kind of battle unit. And then he talks about you know him yeah. being in the war and stuff like that. And he was a. Um, he was a nexus. Kind of a, he was seven. He was a pre blacker He was a Rachel. He was a. Yeah. Pre. He was. Yeah. 
and there's a, a, a pretty amazing bang, fight scene. Bang, bang, bang against the wall. Smashing him. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. That. Yeah, exactly. It's just smashing <laughs> Ryan Gosling against the wall. It cuts to the other side of the wall and you just see it like, it, it's sort of yawning <laughs> as every time. It's just like bulging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a great, great bit of, great yeah. bit of filmmaking, I thought. Um, and uh, I kind of want to cut an oi hippie fuck yeah, off nice. into into that. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, uh, as soon as he's that 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 moment where he's getting repeatedly slammed into the wall, and then they go through, and he and uh, he punches uh, Batista, and he's I, I I kind of that was the second that I knew. Okay, definitely a rap. Okay, so for me. And this will happen a couple of times. I got ahead of the story visually. And this started to annoy me. I okay. wish they'd taken about 20% of some of the on-screen story or the, the told story out because I it would have made yeah. it, it would have slightly like obfuscated it and kept me a little happier because it felt like occasionally they put just a little too much in to try and get people on board. When he's in the car, before he even gets yes. out of the car, he's got his little ID badge on on the screen saying who he uh-huh. is after he calls whoever and uh, his head's doing that thing and he's naked in the picture uh-huh. and it and it's and it's like oh it's just like the those original. ID photos from so the he's original got, like the little the head stocking oh, and he's just doing that. that and I was like oh oh so he's definitely a replicant and okay this is the thing because I watch everything you know like uh, and I saw that and I was like, oh, he's definitely yeah, yeah. working then. And also he was Officer K, jumble of letters and numbers, rather K, than he's got right. a name. And I was like, oh, he's definitely a replicant. And then Batista says it, doesn't he? It's like you kill our own kind or whatever. And uh, yeah, so yes. I, I, I knew this. I just, I, I don't like getting ahead of things, but sometimes it's just there in the production design. And I, I tend to see these things, not right. that I'm better than anyone else. It actually sometimes disturbs my enjoyment. But yeah, I saw it then, and I knew he was a replicant from the moment he stepped out of that car. Um, and it, and they probably think they're being quite yeah. sneaky as well with that. They think only oh, well, the real just, fans. It depends how you watch films and what you notice. They're not making you look at, and I usually yeah. look for the things they're not directing you to. Um, also, also, I mean, I, I tried to look around because I know that that um, Ridley Scott uh, does a lot okay. of. I think he calls it layering. Is the is the the, the, the production design. Um, with the fact that you know every frame has a lot of detail in it generally, um, so I, I tried to look around a lot, but with IMAX it's a little hard. Yeah, because <laughs> you've got my neck hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so yeah, that that scene happens, and and then he's about to leave, Ooh. and he sees the little flower, which I imagine we're meant to think that Batista had left as kind of a memorial because that's where the box of bones. Is yeah, buried. initially. It, it wasn't growing. Yeah. It wasn't growing. It was left. It was flat on the ground there. Um, so yeah, he returns back to the city, um, and we get some really, really nice, nice in- intro, nice cityscapes. Uh, returns zoomed out. That, that what was really kind of very much zoomed yeah. out. Yeah, and, and kind of over the top, like the bird's eye view with those. Those the, I, I really like the way they had mm. the level tops to the buildings, and with the, with the little slits, and you kind of get a glimpse yeah. of what's going on down in there, and you're like, like oh, how, we're going to go down there at some point. Does it go? See, like, yeah, how deep does it go at that point? Like it's so yeah, built exactly, up. Yeah, it's just all these blocks. It was the same. Like it was a parallel to the uh, when he's going over the farming thing, and I thought it was just fields, and then you realize it's kind of uh, uh, sort of pl- plastic greenhouses kind like of thing. Tents. Um, but yeah, you see yeah. that city, and you know you're so. Like it's a, it's kind of a theme of the film, isn't it? Like showing more of the wider world of it. Like you're so pulled back, and these cars are just now 
yeah. you know, way above it like airplanes. And and then yeah, you you kind of descend into it. So yeah, carry on, sir. Yeah, uh, and then then we return to the the precinct, and uh, he's doing what seems like a a, a, a revised version mm. of the Voigtkampf test, um, where where he's got to repeat these phrases, and there's there's some kind of like machine that's, that's and an angry man <laughs> tracking his. And, yeah, angry man. Yeah, yeah. And, there's the, the, and it, he's like says a word, and he always has to. Yeah, say Yeah, apart from some phrases, which has to say the whole phrase. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I I I like how that's not in in my mind in lazy filmmaking. They would have someone kind of going. They'd have like a couple of detectives standing outside, watching through the window, going. The reason good job is doing is whatever. Exactly what it's about. I hear that's because of that. Oh, you didn't know exactly. that. Well, it turns out, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the stuff. That was the stuff that worked yeah, the exactly, best. Where yeah. it was just like um, correcting context or whatever. They were just doing it, and you got why they were doing it like that. Other things I felt were slightly right. more signposted than I could have done. I've I've heard that with Arrival, uh, um, what did you call him earlier on, Dennis? <laughs> Dennis Villainwave. <laughs> Dennis Villainwave. Um, I heard that he uh, would just take things out, would just like cut it back, and I feel like that happened in certain parts of the film and not in other parts. And and I think one of the reasons for the length is actually trying to make a slow 1982 style film, but with with a lot of modern trappings actually means that it just balloons out in size. Sure. Whereas I think if you'd taken some of those things out, you could actually make a slightly short film. But anyway, that's one of my few criticisms of it. So, you, um, so what you're saying is the director's cut of this will be like 30 minutes shorter. shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it might. Um, yeah, oh, I liked all that test stuff and all the yeah. pacing stuff. And uh, and I like that everyone, all the they they really seem to fucking hate him. They did, yeah, like 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 fuck off, skin job was yeah. one of the things I like. Yeah, like he, but like, they're all like a shaved made a head. Toward him. Yeah, like when in yeah, like to like shoulder check yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but they're all skinheads, and uh-huh. it's like this weird like. And when he goes home, there's that like old Russian woman just fucking yelling, yelling at him. him. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That was amazing. Yeah, and 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 it really seems like a horrible world to be living in. And it says like you know like there's some graffiti on his door and stuff um and people just hanging out in the corridors tattooed drugs living you know, i think living, living yeah. in those corridors like yeah. that old russian woman or whatever was just living there i think you're um, right yeah but then he gets home and obviously he he makes i guess he makes his living off killing you know in the same way yes. Deckard did and uh, he gets in and he's got his nice home and mm-hmm. he's got his joy unit um i made notes do you want my notes as we go along i'd love your notes um okay so uh the the one for that i have is alexa meets a real doll <laughs> for yeah, joy. That's, that's a good description yeah and i, um, I thought it was interesting how it was joy and it was branded j-o-i and it, and it really yeah. feel like oh yeah give it however many years it is from now until 2049 and that is going to be what alexa slash siri is exactly i thought yeah uh, uh, the only thing i thought when uh, i guess we you know, we we were both Red Dwarf fans back in the day, and I thought there was a hard light, soft light thing happening with that little upgrade stick. I did too, because the the because uh, she seemed to be able to touch him a bit more. She did, and the 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 raindrops were touching her hand, but then kind of facing in and out. I did quite like how she uh, after he does, does that upgrade. Um, the is it an emerger? I think that's what they called it, an emerger. Something like that. Um, when they go outside, and and it kind of looked to me like the a, a balcony that was similar to where Roy Batty and excuse me, Deck could have their 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 fight, and the tears and rain speech happens. Um, yeah. and 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 they're they're kind of having their moment, and she just freezes, and he gets a voicemail. 
Yeah, no, I thought, yeah. <laughs> it was good because it completely killed the moment it and obviously did. you're trying to kill the moment because it's so there's a couple of sections of this film that are nicely emotionally charged and then a lot the rest of it is quite cold yes and i think that'll probably turn audiences off it a little bit but it was one of the reasons i liked it so much because it kind of you know you kind of have this like you know the that version the, the you know the cold you took a screenshot of it version of uh of uh, Ryan Gosling, oh, and then yeah. occasionally he'll just have this kind of little outburst, like when he kicks yeah. the chair or when he whatever, and and all the sexy time bit, you know, and um, it's kind of a weird, like slight imbalance. It just keeps you at this cold, numb kind of modern life level, yeah. and then it occasionally just spike you up, you know, emotionally. And uh, I, I kind of really responded to that. I thought it was really nice. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. Not nice, but it was really effective. Uh huh. Um, and uh, yeah, the joy thing. She was. She's actually, you know, it, not to be your mother about it, but the. I think almost joy was the beating heart of it a little bit emotionally, but in, in a way that actually later on you feel is a, is a giant um, rug pull, meaningless program. Like it's all not conceited, but it's kind of uh, fuck. What's the word? Um, like pre-programmed, it's, you know, it's, it's hollow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, hollow. But, but, hollow is the right word. But I think there's also, so, so cause I, I thought that as well. And, and I think the scene you if we jump forward, the scene you're referring to is when he's he's walking back right toward the end of the film, and he yep. says that the advertisement for Joy, and she and she leans interacts down and, and interacts with him and calls and him Joe, calls him key, Joe. Yeah. yeah, that that was that was the key. But also, and that's that's where the pre programming comes in. Mm. But but I think one of the interesting things, and this is something that 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 I imagine the deep 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 web message boards will be full of is is how um how her how her ai really did make her unique and whether there's some right. level of sentience there and maybe that will be the next uh, uh the, the next level of 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 blade runner storytelling is well replicants we we now think uh, have some kind of sentience to them and, and aren't just tools can that now be applied to AI as well? Because we, sure, we've got this off-the-shelf AI that is your joy unit, but you, no two joy units are alike. And does that have ethical implications? And we, well, just to add on from that, are any two replicants alike? Great question. Yeah, because I, I, it was weird because when you go into, we're jumping around again. Now we'll get back to it. Don't worry, folks. Um, when you go into not Tyrell for the first time, yes, you see a box or several boxes that have got different ones in. One of them is Batista. Yeah, yeah. So, but I never felt like in the first one. I felt, especially with you know, um, wasn't an army uh, of Leons or an army of Roy's out there. An army exactly. Of yeah, there's no, one the Roy. Thing. There's one Leon. There's one Rachel. Like they're all made distinct. Yes. You know, um, which has another. We'll get to it. Um, but uh, you know that each one of these 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 uh, replicants was still unique in their own right and was made bespoke. So mm -hmm. it wasn't just like you had a lot of them and uh, you couldn't just order another one. So in, in that respect, joy is kind of unique in being something that's probably the same in each place and has all those different getups yeah. in each thing, but is probably in terms of her AI more distinct than because each of one the, of them. Because she's reacting to different people and, and yeah, going down different paths because different yeah. people got different wants and likes and stuff. But then there are elements of her, I think, that are the same. And uh, like, would you think she's pre-programmed to say she loves him? Quite possibly. Do you think yeah. she's pre-programmed to say Joe? You know, is that the jump to name in terms of like John or whatever? If it was a prostitute, like, yeah, that's what I, you, that's what makes I, you think. An at the interesting end there. sort of. Uh, 
and but it's then, an interesting mess. You, you know i started overthinking it a little bit as well um when when that that scene happens at the end and she and the, the giant advertisement naked advertisement calls him joe i was like well did some of her data survive in the cloud <laughs> Okay, and she did and facial recognition of him, and it's and yeah, she did facial re- facial recognition on him, and then and she, and that means that she can he can retrieve a backup or something. <laughs> no, From, well, they they very specifically say like if they kill the the, the transmit chip or mm-hmm. whatever, she won't exist anymore. But then, like, not Tyrell won't know anything either. Right. Like she'll only exist in the little pen stick thing, uh-huh. um, which I thought was nice, but it, that was a bit heavy handed. I thought was like oh no but it won't exist um well, you, you, and you, as soon as that happened you knew she was gone a goner as well i thought yeah that was the thing i was like oh i hope they don't kill her at some point <laughs> yeah you know? which was one of those things that for me was just like i don't want to get ahead of this but you're laying it on a bit thick yeah i thought so too so, um, so okay jumping back um yes jumping back where, where do we go from uh that moment where he gets the voicemail do we go and meet uh the robin wright robin wright yeah that's it the the, the his boss Kay's boss. That's that's who Robin Wright is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and you're in her office, and she's the making lieutenant. the best of a slightly underwritten role. Yes. Um, and I, one of one of my favorite shots uh, in the movie, as, as far as practical shots went, was was in that where there was where there was from the outside of her office looking in, and there was that the the water going down that curved window. Just yeah. That, absolutely loved the way that looked. I thought it was gorgeous. I thought that that office was overlit for Blade Runner and overlit for Deakins. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought it was too much. Like, it, there was no shadows. It was just, like, <sighs> downy lighting. But then as soon as you jump outside, you know why, because you've got all this light coming through these wings. And it obscures the dialogue as well. Yeah. Like, there was multiple times in this film where, I, for me, I wished the subtitles had been on because I couldn't quite hear the lines. Uh-huh. But the, the fact is the lines aren't really important most of the time. Well, that's like uh, it's the, the, the context. Yeah, and that's a callback to to the original Blade Runner, thinking about the moment where he's in the, uh, he's he's trying to figure out what the snake skin, uh, where the snake skin came from, and you just see it shot through like se- what feels like several windows, and he's talking yeah. to some merchant, and you you can't hear what they're saying. Talking to merchants, Doctor Badger, but we'll get to him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the guy from? And uh, sorry, another. I'm the Blade Runner now. Moment. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, it's yeah, good. it is good, good yeah, to know. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so so after that we go we and and is that the point where she's she gives the whole uh, there's a wall between the two worlds yes. speech yeah, okay yeah. gotcha um, and sets in the task of finding finding out what happened because oh no so, so we must have missed a scene we we've, we've I think we, we probably have but either way this, like the, the scene they this, found the box they've gone to yeah. the little uh, um, the little like the morgue type area morgue place yeah. yeah yeah I think I think actually we are jumping around a bit at some point it's confirmed that it's Rachel, the bones are Rachel. Yes, but obviously we know there was a C-section scar, or the, the, there was a baby. I can't remember. But you see, the the the, the story he has as a, a memory as a child, and that sort of dovetails into him trying to find the um, the child of the dead replicant Rachel, um, which we already know is probably then Deckard's kid. So he's going to come into it at some point. Although, like you said earlier, much later than yes. I would have expected. Um, and then he goes off into I can't remember exactly why, but he discovers those two things where there's the boy and the girl. Yes. And the girl had the congenital disease and, disease and uh-huh. died. This is this is seven hundred fifty yeah. mil of beer. <laughs> the disease. Um, and and the boys lived. And he goes off to the wasteland. 
And this is where you get the sense, or at least I was again getting ahead of it. And it's like, oh, it's going to be him. Yeah. And then very quickly he comes to believe it's him. Yes. Um, and then when does he go and see the doctor in the uh, the holodeck for the first time? That is, uh, oh, memories. So, Can a memory be real? It's after the wasteland. It must be. It, it is after the wasteland because he. I think he's because he, he he knows it's real at that point. I believe. Yeah, because so, so he goes. Let's knows, let's pick it up where he goes. To, he goes out of. He goes to San Diego, which is now just a fucking like a, um, an outlaw wasteland. Yeah, outlaw and, wasteland, and then, which kind of made me laugh. The female replicant ends up killing, um, like killing all the the bandits who are coming after him with some kind of like sky missile satellite type thing. Oh, is, okay. So we've already amazing. been to Wallace. So we've already been so to Wallace. Okay. Yeah. So just, oh, let's, let's talk about Wallace. Yeah. Okay. This is fucking all yeah, over is, the shop. Sorry, folks. Yeah. So what did you make of Jared Leto as Wallace? Uh, I have a bit of a hard time with Jared Leto in general, but I thought he did pretty well in this role. I, 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 I didn't like the facial hair so much, but I like the fact that he is just essentially... I wish I could grow that beard. <laughs> I like the fact that he's essentially uh, Tyrell Mark II, but instead of being uh, kind of a, a geek, he's a hipster. As, okay. as, uh, um, Blind he's hipster. a fascinating character to me as well, because there's a lot of stuff that's completely unsaid. Uh, so there's there's that whole scene where he um, is examining the new model um, oh, of, yeah, yeah, of replicant, yeah. uh, which is a deeply uh, unpleasant image when you know she falls out of the bag and she's covered in slime, Ooh. and then um, oh, I don't I forget what's the name of the the, the female replicant uh, like the really mean female replicant love she's love just that's love. It, love so she she pulls out like a a box and it's got what look like mahjong tiles in it and plugs in one behind his ear and then all yeah. these these like uh drones kind of show up yeah and start and, and, and yeah and i imagine they're feeding some kind of visual data to him so he can inspect this, yeah. this new re replicant model um but but what that got me thinking was okay we're supposed to think that he has so he clearly has some kind of augment that allows him to to overcome his disability but has he done this to himself Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Or, or, or is this something that's that's you know a, a a tool to get around his his potential disability? But um, uh, would it interest you to hear that apparently he was very method on set with the blindness, and they had to give him an assistant to walk him around? <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Uh, okay. The same man who used to, as Joker, would post uh, you know used condoms and dead rats to people. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um marlon brando of our time <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um but no i i quite enjoyed the the whole aesthetic of of uh of the wallace corporation building was was phenomenal um well, no the, wait building was it i thought it was the tyrell building i think it was the tyrell building but um there's a there's a moment where he's arriving where you kind of see the 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 slopey lower version and it's like they've built onto it and they've built onto it like tenfold so the, oh, okay, the original right, Tyrell right. building is there, but it's a subset of this uh, this now massive complex. Because that's what I thought, but I didn't I didn't notice as much the build on. But I noticed when they go up to it, it's that first pyramid kind of bit. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, he moved into his house as well. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like someone. It's like Tim Cook moving into Steve, Steve Jobs', Jobs house. house. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, in the case where Siri came to life and 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 killed Steve Jobs by squeezing his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, um so, but yeah i thought the way that that looked i loved all the all the yellow light and the shimmery kind of through water stuff mm. um and uh it was uh, yeah the contrast between 
how the vault where they kept whatever those memory orbs were and yep. the, the rest of the building and, and like lots of use uh, unused space so it's clearly you know that 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 always to me signifies kind of megalomaniac type craziness uh it's like Ceausescu, you know it's like a dictator cra- kind of crazy but cool. yeah um, it didn't surprise me that they had latterly reading that it was glasner who did the production design that he had done bond films because it felt like a bond villain layer, layer but in, yeah. in a good way but it, oh, yeah. it felt like that and i like the lighting of it because obviously a blind man has no use for light so a lot of it was very dark yes and I can't yeah, dunk that. And uh, so uh, going back to the lobby scene where where, he's, where he gives her the hair sample, there's a kind of diagonal light from that, and it reminded me a lot of the moment where uh, Deckard is waiting uh, to to see Tyrell and and where he first meet, meets Rachel, and they have those uh, the, like the window dark the shutter things, wipe, yeah. wipes down almost, yeah, and and it's clearly some kind of clever technology in it, and and yeah, the the angle of the the light and the color of the light really was a callback to that, and I was just really into that visual aesthetic. I thought it was great. It's true. No, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, we introduced love. She's a bit of a bitch. Yes. Um, uh, I'll come back to that actually later because there was a line I didn't hear it right, but someone confirmed it for me. Um, uh, we Neander Wallace, he's getting, being creepy with the thing. He fucking just obviously his his he wants to create a replicant that can have a baby. Yes, it's, it's like that, extent, that technology's been lost since they took over from Tyrell. Yeah, yeah. But there must have been a record that it existed that Tyrell created Rachel maybe as the first who could. Yeah, and um, and he just fucking slices her through the belly. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Oh, ugh. really? Yeah, that was like, oh man, that's painful to watch. Mm. Because you know it, it, it really reminds you of and that whole scene was very, uh, there was, a, there was it felt very abusive. You know that there was this he, yeah, he, yeah. he clearly owns this thing and he doesn't see it, even though he refers to them as angels. He doesn't see them as angels. He sees them as things that are to to further his ends. And I mean, he says he literally says about the slave labor thing, that whole slave yeah. labor speech, which was in the trailers. And, and about how man mankind had lost, lost its, their taste for or, or for, for, for living for organic slave labor something or something like I forget that, yeah. what the word yeah. is but it was kind of like we need people we can abuse to do what we need to and he's on about like them owning the universe the stars or yeah yeah the stars yeah yeah because he brags about um having colonized nine planets yeah um and it, 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 something that i thought they they might have been tempted to do that i was kind of glad they didn't um despite my love for for space travel and stuff i, I thought we might end up getting like a glimpse of off world because they talk about off-world. I wondered if they were going to go off-world, especially yeah. towards the end when they're in the Lady Penelope car. I wondered if they were actually going to go off the planet. <laughs> um, it so is a Lady Penelope car. It is the Lady Penelope car. It's great, car. I love it. The Lady Penelope Rolls-Royce when they're yeah. flying through the... Anyway, we'll get to Yeah, that. because, because um, Love says, uh, he, he's like, Decker's like, where are we going? And Love says, home. Yeah. So yeah, and he, where's home? And we never get home. It's like... <sighs> but Wallace says earlier on that he has all the tools off-world to make him talk right. or whatever yes. like there must be certain rules that apply to earth and then once you get off it's wild west right yeah it's international know. waters um, yeah yeah um you can do whatever and he, clearly he does because he doesn't seem to spend a lot of time on earth yeah um but yeah so that's what then he goes off into the wasteland you know in search of uh they know it's rachel at this point because they've got certain that's when the blackout really comes into actually isn't it that you hear of this blackout and there was Someone says, who was it who says at some point it was nine days until the lights came back on? It's the file clerk. 
Yes, right. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say it was in that scene somewhere, but there weren't enough people to say it. No, because he's asking, he's asking uh, Kay about uh, what he remembers of the blackout, and obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Kay's younger than the blackout, so uh, you know, his incept date is 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 after the blackout because not Would many replicants survived. So yeah, yeah and it, it kind of sidetracks, and then then very quickly, love takes over and and comes and and and, and takes him, and that's where we. We see him go and 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 see that memory, or, or hear that uh, the, the first conversation, or, or snippet of the first conversation between uh, Rachel and Deckard. Mm. But then, yeah, in the he, little memory balls, in the little memory balls, yeah. But then, then, yeah, then he leaves, and I, and I think I'm pretty. Sure, does it jump to? Why does it jump to after that? Because he's. I don't think we. I don't think we're going out. We're venturing to the wasteland yet, are we? To, to Harrison Ford, or is. No, no, the wasteland, uh, San Diego oh. wasteland. Oh, San Diego wasteland. Okay, yeah. And then you get the uh, the sort of wasteland dwelling um, scavengers or whatever. And then they're bombed from the sky, like you were saying. Yeah. And uh, which is, I mean, and that was actually the only the, the only egregious kind of use of a swear word, which would have knocked it up a level in terms of a uh, thing. Which do is your like, fucking do your job. fucking job, yeah. which just didn't feel right. It didn't. But, no, no. It, it um, kind of felt like they, like maybe a. a an improv moment that they kept in i don't know no i think they they wanted to make sure they got a an no. r with yeah. you and a 15 here so that it didn't look 12a compromised i mean there's some violence in that they would have done it anyway but just in case i think you know let's you know have some elements like that just yeah. in case just to nudge it up um you know because it's not a jurassic world reboot no. kind of thing it's you know let's keep it for the adults kind of stuff yeah. i think that was probably why um I loved I loved all the wasteland stuff. I mean, yeah, it wasn't it Blade, it wasn't quote unquote Blade Runner, and I think again because it was daytime, yeah, daytime, yeah. and it was this giant. I mean, fuck knows how they did that. Where'd you even know. go? But yeah, well, like, the amount of metal. I mean, I imagine it was an actual like junkyard, scrapyard type place that they they shot in. I I wonder. That's when you get into me wondering whether some of it's CG, some of it's um, practical, some yeah. of it's real. I think there's a whole lot going on there. There's going to be a special effects reel for this film that is going to be quite impressive. I think you're right, yeah. But part of it looked like a boat kind of junker yard, and part of it looked like yes. a landfill, and, and then it was it, just so much going it, on. It seemed to me, like, what what it, what uh, the, the structures that they that they were dwelling in looked like um, like radio telescopes or satellite dishes that had been upended. Yes. That's what, that's what it looked like to me. There and, was and actually then, literally at one point there was a there was a dish still pointing up like bloody Endor, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably where I got it from. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we, there was definitely some domes. Yeah, and I, I quite like the imagery of the the kind of like the the forced labor child child labor sweatshop type thing. You know everything like that. You know, and it it was really interesting to see like and the one kid knocks the box off, but the uh, and, yeah. the the Fagin guy doesn't want to look like a bastard, so he kind of lets him go. Yeah, like. That was really kind of quite powerful stuff, I thought. And they're just sorting like heat sinks and fucking PCBs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and the guy said, "Oh yeah, this is as close to off-world as they get because like some of this, you know, unobtainium is going in the rocket ships." You right. Know? Yeah. And, and then, that was quite powerful. I did too. And 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 I thought you we we've gotten a, a glimpse of a what is a nightmarish world for these children, um, and uh, and we're we're kind of glossing over it a little bit but we're seeing kind of how awful it, uh, it is in this world. Um, yeah. the, the, the Fagin character, I thought it was kind of interesting that he, he, he seemed to play it quite psychopathic. Yeah. Like he, he, he was, was on, the, on yeah. the edge of, of, and I think it was scared for his life. I think he was worried that, that Kay was going to kill him. Well, there was that moment, wasn't there, where it's like, Oh, like he tells them to line up or something like, yeah. you know, how many do you want? And you got that impression of maybe child sex, sex, uh, sex exploitation. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, happening. And then suddenly he was kind of like, I'm a cop. And he was just like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Bigger and than he, you have tried to bust me in. Yeah, stuff like that. And then, yeah, I feel like once he flies away again, those kids are turning on him and fucking killing him. Yeah, you know? yeah, it could be. But anyway, he goes back to his record books. And by this point, he's a complete bitch. He is, yeah. Like, He's like uh, and whimpering, cowering kind of. Exactly, yeah. it was such a turn, and yeah. it was it was so nicely like, so nicely just kind of like flipped. Yeah, and I like I, that. that's why I feel like the kids are going to turn on him. Yeah, but that's when you're in the the thing from the dream, and that was another bit where I would like, as soon as we landed there, I was like that, you know, going to see that furnace. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just wish they'd made the dream a little shorter, like they're just twenty percent out of little bits here and there would have hidden some more of that because they showed yeah. so much of that room and then as soon as you walk through it, it's like oh there's that's where that other angle comes that's from. where the chase happened yeah 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 because memory memory works like that like like that kind of like if they'd just done it in flashes Glimpses. and bits sure. and, yeah I agree. yeah or maybe shot it in another weird furnace so it didn't look quite perfect yeah but you know that's let's not get into how i would have done it um but yeah, so he should, but then the record, the pages are gone. So who's ripped those pages out? Yeah, I, I, I was assuming that, that that's Deckard tidying up. Oh, you think? That, okay. was, that was kind of my thought. I thought he was already gone by that point. I don't know. Yeah, good question. But it could be Batista equally. I mean, it could. Know. It could. It, yeah, it could be one one of this this kind of uh, any member of the of the uh, the replicant uh, conspiracy or underground yeah. that that we end up meeting. Um, could have could have done that, and it seems like they've got operatives everywhere. So they, who knows? It could have been one of Fagan's guards who's actually a replicant who's part of the. That, that. That's very true, yeah. actually. The, you, you're right. I I completely forget about the underground. Yeah. And there's there's so many of them, and there, there seems to be so much going on with them that it's just really not shown that that like yeah they could have gone in and done that. So that doesn't matter. Actually, that's if you have any plot holes in this, you can probably just plug them with replicant underground. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know? Um. So yeah, so he gets all that. Yes, uh, that's and, and is goes, that, isn't that where we we go meet uh, 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 Memory Girl? Or is yeah, that yeah? Because he he goes to see her at least at some point after that in a kind of like can memories be real? Is yes. this a real memory? And and you you get her and she's in her like sweet thing bubble. But she says at some point in there, and this is another thing like twenty percent back out. They'd said congen. They literally used the same phrase. They said something about the girl replicant dying of a congenitive disease, yeah, or the baby, um, and and she says the exact same phrase when she, oh, I'm in here because we were going to leave planet, but I've got a congenitive disease or whatever. But yeah, so and she said the exact same thing, and I'm like, oh, she's the. At this point, I'm thinking she's the twin. There's twins. See, I I didn't get it until the very end. Uh, I, I, okay, so it's it's just me getting ahead of it. So that's all on me. Yeah, but it's, it's it's like this much of a of a problem. Like the rest of it, I love, but occasionally, just story-wise, I got ahead of it, and I was like, "Oh, she's the twin, he's the boy, she's the girl." I hope this doesn't come out at any point, you know? Yeah, and I think I think it's it's I, I, that might be a weakness of it, and and I think it was probably down to me being just so in it and so bought into it that no, I, that's good. I'm so yeah, glad because yeah. like it's me like because I unpack these things as I go, so I'm. I'm taking into account like how much time they got getting these shots and how they lit that and how much this cost. And I'm just doing so much at once. Yeah. Um, when I watch a thing and this is how I like to watch things, you know, this is why it's so fun to me. Sure. Yeah. Um, but occasionally it just means when you like the same thing, when I'll just see that tiny little picture in Kay's car and I'll know so much. Right. Like it was another one of those things. She just said these, these couple of words and I was just like, you know, this much story came out. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
so I knew she was a big thing to it, and I, I was wondering when that was going to come back into it. And uh, and it was just a shame if they'd just tweaked those words, it would have hidden it from me. Um, and, and that's my fault, not it. Um, so you get that, and and obviously at this point you don't know that that's her memory, and that's why she's so shocked by it. He kicks the chair. He's mad as fuck. He thinks he's the, uh, you know, he's the the chosen one. Yeah. The the fucking you know. Uh, Neo. The 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 Neo. He thinks he's Neo. Uh, yeah, and because I, I, obviously I didn't get ahead of the story, so I, I interpreted her crying as uh, that memory as as her recognition of him having a real memory and being moved by it. That was right. my that was my interpretation of it um, before you know the the reveal happened. Yeah, the only thing I couldn't square away when I was assuming it was twins, in a Luke and Leia fashion, yeah, was how only one of them could have hidden the thing unless she was seeing his memory as a child and hers was was a similar life in the slums or they were separated and she knew it and uh, you know yeah there was you know in, in the same way you span out with the joy thing i was spinning out there and trying to like and then after a while i just stopped myself trying to get ahead of it and just get back into what it is you know what right. i'm presented with um but anyway he goes he goes out from there and i think um is that when he goes home and and Joy's brought the uh, uh, the the? No. I think they called them something like Doxies, the one. Uh, oh, Doxy. Yeah, Doxy. Okay, that, the, that's... The, the kind of replicant uh, pleasure bots. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who I, I the one the one who the main one was in an episode of Black Mirror, if I remember rightly. Yeah, Mackenzie Davis. Uh, uh, yeah. I quite like Mackenzie Davis. She's all right. She was in like The Martian and other stuff. Yeah. So she's I, been I never in, saw the in various bits and pieces. You should see the Martian. I would Martian's like to. See the, I would like to see the Martian. I, I've heard the, very good I, things I would about say it. read the book if you're if you're bored okay. and you need a book. Read the book. The book to me is so much better than the film. Um, but I, I really responded to the book. It's one of the few pieces of fiction in the last five years that really got me. Yeah, I remember you talking about it and, and being kind of surprised that you, that you were you were so into it. Um, yeah, I was way into it. Uh, we've got a scene where they where he goes downtown and then he meets the doxies and they they're like he the madam kind of sends them or is it, no it's the is it the blind replica? it's the one eyed uh, one eyed replica yeah, yeah it is yes yeah, sends the the doxies over to to, to dox him um, I don't know when that happens but I think yeah. that's happened by this point it must and, happen um, by this point yeah and I think I think after the wasteland I think that's when he he gets back and he and Joy's brought um Mackenzie Davis in for him and then the key part of that like i mean actually i found that 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 scene so um like charged where they're trying to sync yes and 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 kind of the phase like the the out of sync stuff was was because i thought i thought they were going to get perfect and it was going to be but it was great i thought it was really certain bits were but then eyes would move or hair would move and i thought it was so well done but the key part of that and this is again for me got ahead of it was she, the next morning she she obviously plants the tracker which mm-hmm. is what you're you're meant to focus on yep. but she picks up the uh, the, the little wooden horse and she goes from the dream she does yeah and I was just kind of like oh so all replicants have these memories yeah and this is my my fault I get ahead of these things and I'm like oh shit okay he's not what he thinks he is he's not some savior no and that's going to be fun when they pull the rug out from under this audience but at that point i've already noticed it's coming so so this is the thing i i destroy my own enjoyment of these things <laughs> um but i already because story structure but yeah she's oh the stream i would have just taken that out i would have had her recognize it her be shocked move on yeah um 
but yeah, so then then I think he goes looking for Decker, doesn't he? He goes yes. see Gaff, yes. and Gaff's still making origami. Harry, didn't, Harry um, Dean Stanton was in the corner. I thought Harry Dean Stanton was, was in there. Was yeah. he actually in there? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Actually, I've still got IMDb open. I wonder if Harry Dean Stanton is... Is he credited? No, he's not credited. At least not on the official one. Because he obviously he died, didn't yeah, he, a while yeah. back? And and I, like I said earlier, I think I said earlier, I watched um, all of the new Twin Peaks a while back. Yes. And uh, he he was in that, and it was nice to see him in that just before he died, and he got to do wonderful things in that. And um, I thought he was in that scene as well. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw him, unless they unless it was CG Harry Dean Stanton. Why would you waste the money? I, know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was really nice worried part. that they were going to do a CG Rachel actually for a while didn't they i thought it was a look-alike because she no, didn't look I, quite this right is what i was about to say because it pulled me out of it so much because oh, okay. it was it was i mean it's a pretty good version of it but i'm pretty sure it's the same technology that got us young um young leia young oh, yeah. young leia or no do we get young Leia? oh do we did get young Leia? yeah and uh young um uh, uh michael I, douglas in ant-man and young kurt Robert russell in uh, guardians 2 yeah with his dimples yeah uh, so um he's just visited uh uh harry, uh, harry dean stanton and um Edward James <laughs> almost. <laughs> and uh and, he's, and you know it's coming uh if you if you've seen the original one but you see edward james almost fiddling under the desk and you know he's gonna put some origami up there which was a nice yeah. nice, nice touch uh, kind of felt like they they had they had to do that a little bit, and then I'm pretty sure we do head out into the wilderness or into the wasteland. That's when he goes looking for Deckard. I think there's he something else in Deckard. between, but he definitely yeah. goes because they say something about he might. Does he? It see goes back to the, the. It goes back to Batista's place, and he sees does. The, he sees burns the it to the ground. Burns it to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, because then and then he goes to see uh, uh, Robin Wright. He goes to see her, and she he says it's done. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he? That's it, what he says. Don't worry. That he's killed the killed the, the the baby. Yeah. Yeah, and and because he thinks he's the baby at that point, and he wants to live. Exactly. Um, and then yeah, then he heads to Vegas. Well, is doesn't he fail the Voight Kampf test at that point as well? He's like off baseline, and she gives him twenty four hours to. Is, is that is that that point or is that later? Yes, it is. Actually, it is that right, point because I think I, th I think he's not an officer. You're he, way off baseline. Way and off he baseline. Explains yeah. that away as having killed the. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, so, so uh, question for you: Was Harrison Ford in Vegas? I think so. I think, I think you so literally too. drive past. No, he was because I was about to say. I think you drive past the uh, weirdly the Luxor still the Luxor, there. I with thought some I saw the Luxor things. too. Yeah, yeah. No, but you also you definitely see the old MGM Grand, the current oh, MGM okay, Grand. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, is, steps, it is Vegas. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you see, yeah, because you see that stepping and you see the the grotting version of the MGM Grand. Thing. Ah, do, gotcha. do you think the um, the dirty bomb, because they say, oh, a dirty bomb or whatever. Yeah. Um, in Vegas, do you think that caused the blackout in Ooh. LA? Because the the EMP thing could have gone that. It's far, not that far. Think. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that, but it's possible. Um, when when you hear dirty bomb, you think of conventional, and this is just my my you know my understanding of it in in today's context, not in the sci-fi context. Uh, you think of a conventional explosive packed with radiological material. That's or like yeah. some kind. Of, so, so it, there wouldn't necessarily be an EMP associated with that. But it's it's an interesting thought. I, I think, can't I, remember whether they say dirty bomb in the in the film or not. No, they but, say um, but they say it's dirty, don't they? And they say that, that Vegas yeah. is essentially a, a radiation hot zone. Yeah, you, they never say Vegas, but you see a pin on a map, and it's yeah, it's around the right spot. 
Yeah. Um, which I, I actually found that given this week, and like we said earlier on, the, the Vegas stuff, I actually found it just a little, little bit tough. Oh, okay. In terms of empathy, you know, yeah. thinking about Vegas being the subject of something tough. So horrible, yeah. To deal with, and, and in, it's just happening in real life. Yeah. Um, which I don't know because I like Vegas. You know, I like Vegas. Yeah. We've been there together. Um, I, I found that just a little uh, to deal with. But, um, but you know, you, that's not the film's problem again. It's mine. So I just moved past it. And then he, you know, he lands and he carries on and I'll let you take it up. Yeah. So yeah, he, obviously we, we, we land and, and I, I, there's the bit where he finds the bees and yeah. they're making, making honey, I presume. And I presume that it's Harrison Ford's or Deckard's um, uh, bee colony that he's using to, to make honey, I suppose. Um, it's It's a very specific like fandom thing but i'm i like sherlock holmes stuff and when sherlock holmes quote unquote retired he kept bees and i I don't know why i took it as that like a great detective retiring keeping bees was a kind of like that to me was a sherlock holmes thing but i i i doubt it was but i kind of dug that it was because you saw the you saw all this happening you know on the on the scanner it's like let's go and find out what it is and it was bees i kind of dug that that was nice yeah definitely um and and because you know that the, the way the film shot and, and and set up is that it's it's there's lots of stretches of atmospheric i i, had, I played out a little narrative in my head when he found the bees that, that harrison ford only had honey to eat and he's like this rampant diabetic now and and, and it's, it's, like, it's like it's like please tell me you have some crackers or something like that you know just right. want something savory something um, to, shred, uh, to spread the honey yeah. <laughs> he's just gonna eat i like plain. that he had he pulls out that handful of bees Yes, yeah. And I yeah. wondered if he was just going to walk around with a hand a of handful bees of bees for a yeah. while, like, yeah. and then there was going to be like a giant bee punch. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> but this is not that film. No, no. And then I, yeah. I so when when he arrives at the, uh, he, he kind of gets into the ho- the hotel, and um, he sees the dog. I was thinking the dog might attack him. I was thinking it was going to be uh, uh, some kind of. Uh, replicant type dog and and we ne- we never find out whether it's real or not and that's i nice, like that they address nice him it's like yeah. does it matter, does it matter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um the callback to the whole owl thing in the in the first yeah. one um what did you think of harrison ford's performance in this he was i mean me and jay have a thing where we called him call him old sulky guts um <laughs> because he doesn't like you know if you look at that last indiana jones he didn't want to be there no and um and the uh, episode seven thing was a bit of a shift in that because it looked like he did. He, he didn't like want to be there, but he was again. like, but it was almost like at the end of it, it's like, just kill me. I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm showing up so you can kill me and I'm going to enjoy being dead. And yeah. so I wondered if they were going to kill him in this. I wanted to. Um, but he very much in the shots, you know, in the trailers and everything, he came out like old sulky guts again. And I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. Old sulky guts. He just seems like he's happier crashing planes into golf courses than he is on a film set. <laughs> uh, you know, with his little earring in. Yeah. And, um, and I just kind of was like, oh, don't be old sulky guts. But it kind of worked. And um, he didn't feel like Deckard, but he did feel it did work for me. Yeah. And um, I kind of, I kind of dug most of the performance. And uh, and uh, spoilers, I know we're already in spoilers, but they didn't kill him. No. And I kind of liked that because I, yeah, I, I again I thought it was just these because there was only that stretch in the hotel in the film, and I didn't think he was going to make it out that explosion slash running through the wall bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was th- in the I, trailers. I was... Right, I was wondering whether he was going to make it out of that 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 too. Uh, the moment where I really thought he was going to die, and that and this is jumping forward, but is uh, where they're in the the Lady Penelope car, 
and Kay is is uh, is holding love under the water to drown her. I thought mm. he's taken his eye off 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 Deckard and he's going to turn around and realize Deckard's drowned while he's been killing this while he's been killing love. That was my thought. would have been interesting actually. Yeah. Would have been a nice way to like because how then where do you go? Like you have this completely downbeat ending. Yeah, director's cut. Director's cut. He dies in the water. Uh, um, so, but, so, but, yeah, but going back uh, to, to Vegas, uh, the tracker comes to fruition. And uh, and and uh, Love sends her, her army after him. Basically, sends sends Wallace's army after him to to go and retrieve uh, Deckard. Um, and we've missed a scene. Oh, what which missed? I can can I just jump in? Yes, uh, well, there's do. two things. One, uh, the dog drinking the whiskey. Fabulous moment. I, I, I it, got, it got a laugh. Whiskey. It got a laugh. Oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, we never said this, but I was in a screening that had maybe three people in it, and I think one of them walked out halfway through. There are about 30 in my screening that started that's at 10 That's not too 15. bad. That's, that's yeah. pretty good. And that's a, nice, that's a nice amount to judge rather than, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's the bit where Love goes to visit Robin Wright. Yes. And, uh, oh, and yes. you have that weirdly up line where she's like, where is she? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, and it was just so set above. Like, that felt like it boomed from, like, every speaker in the room. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was almost uh, like I, I, I kind of – I felt like, oh, she's using her replicant power to be louder than a human could possibly ever be at that point. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just thought it was like, oh, because like we were saying earlier, some of the lines felt like they're buried in the mix, they don't matter. That one was there to fucking Boom. grab you yeah, by your throat. It was. And it, I love the way she callously just fucking banged her off the desk. Oh, that was amazing. Like she used her face <laughs> to, used, to get her yeah, next to the image. Like, head. That, got, that got a titter as well. Right. I just love that she just dropped her. Anyway, um, yeah, so she gets to Vegas and, and like I, there was a bit of a weird thing here where it was like, okay, so he can't be using the tracker because at this point you don't know who the who the Mackenzie Davis prostitute is working for. Um, true, true. That's a good point. Yeah, but she's that. So that tracker is not what it's not, broader, broader. No, there. it's not a Wallace tracker, is it's it? It's a it's, police thing, um, the car or whatever. And um, so they all arrive, and then he starts killing, it and you get that bad dog or whatever it was thing yeah. where she tries to put him down for the first time, which I thought was kind of kind of badass. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, um, I'm just trying to think if I've got any notes left there. You had all the, the the fight between them. I thought was pretty cool. If you want them fighting, yeah, it's pretty um, good. They address too long, which I liked. No, which you can't. You can't. You know, because because in theory, super strong replicants are probably going to best uh, Deckard replicant or Deckard human, depending on which way you look at it. Yeah. Um, and you've got all the callbacks, and you've got all the Elvis and everything. And I thought that scene was absolutely great in the way yeah, it was lit and shot. I agree. Um, you know the only thing that kind of actually the only moment that I was kind of like hmm set design the uh the, the leather on all the couches in the lounge just looked too new for Vegas actually that's very fair and there were bags everywhere as well and I don't know whether people just got evaporated maybe but there was there was there was luggage everywhere and and I always drew my attention to it like and none of it like I don't know when that dirty bomb whatever went off but um it was still just luggage and stuff everywhere. Like people were rushing out, which would be fair, but yeah. none of it, everything was kind of a bit too new. Yeah. And, and the leather in the couch is fair because obviously, you know, we've had shows the only thing, and this actually in terms of the, you know, you had the classic Vegas people in that holograph display. Yep. And I was thinking like, because of you and me going there uh, and the things we haven't done together, uh-huh. I was thinking like, where are the Penn and Teller? I was thinking the same thing. Where's David Copperfield? Where the- Celine Dion. David Copperfield. Celine yeah, Dion. Yeah. Yes, I was exactly. thinking the same thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it, it was like it was like the sixties Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. Um, I did have that. Where's Frank? And then you got Frank in the next scene, which sure. I thought was cool. It was, it that was, was a great it was, scene. It would have been good. Like the beauty of a Penn and Teller hologram in that. Oh, moment I would have loved been, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking very much thinking of the same thing. And actually, going back to the the new leather, I kind of rationalized it a little bit. That 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 the way I tied it up in my mind was, oh, this casino was built right before the bomb went off. Fair. Could be. I mean, it, I mean, it was a, a hell of a casino and it's not one we know. So yeah, exactly. it didn't even pretend to be one we know. No, and I like that. It wasn't like um, New Caesar's Palace or something. Yeah. 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 It was just called the Vintage Casino, I think. Oh, really? I think that's what it said on the, on the big mat as he walks in and there was a lot oh, of like, okay, yeah, down, yeah, um, shot from the... Korean looking symbols on the front for oh, the there were, weren't they? Yeah, yeah yeah so, but that's that, yeah. you know the whole world's tied together in different languages and cultures by this point so yeah um although it's very white just to get onto that for a second it's a very white future yeah and considering the original there was a lot of um like the, the chinese influence that, that yeah. that's a little surprising that's true you know, it's not like there were no characters who were they were not white, but you're right that everyone who's kind of forefront in the movie was white. That's true. Yeah, there was. I mean, you had the Fagin guy, and you had the uh, the guy from Dread, um, and and uh, um, Batista, I suppose. Batista, I suppose he's Indonesian, isn't he, or something? Ah, something like that. He's got a weird. Yeah, he's, he's from mix. Washington, isn't he? Yeah, he's, like he's got yeah, a, he's got a, he's a, a very a, yeah. I'm not sure what it's also to address that. Batista, did you expect him to be in more of the film? I absolutely I, did. Yeah, yeah. I um, was very surprised. Puts on his tiny glasses and dead. <laughs> I, I love the tiny glasses. I did love that. Like, why has he got the tiny glasses? Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. Back to the point. Um. Yeah. So you have that. Uh. You know the you have the fight and then they reconcile. They drink the whiskey. They give some to the dog. I liked that he was pouring some out. And I felt like, I felt like part of him was pouring it out in the same way, like pour some out for my homies, yeah. you know, like it was for Rachel, yeah, you I know, that too, yeah. and it's very good whiskey. Well, it's not very good whiskey. It's Johnny Walker, which was another branding thing throughout this. So it's, it's black label, which is expensive whiskey, if nothing else. Okay. And, um, uh, he pours some out and I felt like the dog's going for it because he does that. Yeah. He, he pours some out, you know, it doesn't, is it? And clearly there was no, he's the only one in Vegas who's using any of this shit. Oh, absolutely. So there's yeah. enough of it. And I, I got the impression that, like, he can, he, not they can live in the wasteland, but it's like there's an acceptable lifespan. So fuck it. Like, it doesn't matter that everything's a bit polluted. Let's just get on with it. Yeah. And um, it, there was a nice visual moment in that is it, before, I think it's before he sees Deckard actually, when he's walk, still walking through the empty hotel. And it's just the, the, in the background a bar that's just piled with bottles, empty bottles. Yeah. 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 Oh, they, they weren't empty. They weren't empty. They, oh, okay. It was just a well stocked bar. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But it's, and so I'm thinking like there's enough places he can go and get more, and he's the only one drinking it. And this town, like, just think of the storerooms of that oh, hotel yeah. alone. Yeah, like, exactly. there's going to be enough shit yeah. to, to keep one man going for a very long time without Same, having yeah. to try very hard. Yeah. And, you know, he's got all his honey as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Filipino and Greek. That's that's Batista's back. Oh, really? Genetic, yeah, makeup. His dad's Filipino, his mom's Greek. Or has Greek oh, ancestry. What a, what, a, yeah. what a weird combo. Yeah. He's looking, he looked very old in this, I thought. I don't know whether that was kind of he, like he deliberate. Drew is grew his hair back in well i mean i don't know how old he is 47 i guess probably yeah what does it say in front of you there let me see uh he was born in 69 so 48 
There you go. That was close. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. You know, it was interesting because obviously he's an older replicant at this point, even if he hasn't got a uh, a death date or whatever. He's you know he's been around quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I assume actually now I'm thinking about it, it was probably part of the resistance as well. He would have yeah. to be, wouldn't he? Absolutely, he was. Um, he talks well because he mentions you know, you've never seen a miracle occur. Yeah, so, but that yeah. wasn't just about the birth of the baby. That was no. He's bigger than that because I always kept thinking like, why don't they just let him be a farmer and like. Who's yeah. going to tend that farm? Like, there's exactly, a, there's yeah. clearly a lot of like little, little weird grubs being, yeah. yeah, being made for protein on that farm, and that's that's probably feeding a lot of people. So just let him fucking farm. Let him be but exactly. Suppose, yeah. you know, anyway, but that's me. Um, right, where do we go from there? So, so from that point, we uh, Deckard gets spirited away by uh, by the the Wallace folks, and yeah. um, uh, uh, Kay gets taken by an as yet unknown group. And there's the moment yes. where he's kind of like in and out of consciousness by a fire and there's a flying car. Yeah, it was like that scene in Beavers and Butterhead Do America where they meet where they meet themselves, you know, the yes. older versions of yes, themselves, yeah. their dads, and they're by that fire. And then there was that, to bring it back to Blade Runner and not Beavers and Butterhead Do America, there was that nice transition where the, the embers of the fire oh, became the lights in Love Vegas and it just yeah. kind of span around and then they were back in the... In the, LA. the weird slums, yeah. That was, a, um, that was a really pretty moment. I liked that a lot. It was, it was, the whole chunk was wildly unnecessary to me, but then that transition kind of justified all of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then he's in the church, which I assume is a real church, but I didn't know where it was. I don't recognize that church. I don't either. Um, where everything's half in water, and he's, uh, he's learning about um, the thing. Actually, you know what we didn't address? The, the, the bit where Joy is with him in Vegas. Oh yeah, okay, that's true. Which was nice, but then he immediately turns her off, doesn't he? Yes. As soon as Deckard she's comes like back. looking at the looking at the window, and then Deckard comes back, and he's here hearing whatever's coming, or Deckard's kind of figured out that something's coming, and and yeah, yeah he turns her off, and then uh, we get the moment where Deckard's being taken away, and the uh, love comes and stamps on on the little magic stick. Yeah, and that's and when kills, she dies. Kills Joy. Like, yeah, you knew it was coming, and by that was yeah, it all worked. Um, Poor old Joy. Anna de Armas was just fucking amazing in this. I, I can't great, imagine. Yeah. Like, she's been in a lot of stuff before. Well, not a lot of stuff. She's been in enough stuff before. Like, I know who she is. Uh-huh. Uh, don't mind her. You know, like, uh, uh, she was. What was the horror movie she was in with? Not horror movie. The home Invasion movie with uh, Keanu Reeves she was in. Knock Knock. Oh, okay. I remember that. She was in that. I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah, she was in that. She's been in enough stuff where I'm, like, aware of her. And then I think this is going to be a star making performance for her. She's I can great. imagine her getting any number of offers for franchise jobs off the back of this i hope so because um, i thought she did a fabulous job yeah and it, and where her role sits in it and stuff i think it's wildly important and, and the performance even though we'll undercut it in a minute like is is really good um yeah, anyway right, right. back to the story so she he goes into the underground joy's gone um that's the wild wild west ending i suppose yeah definitely that <laughs> even is though definitely you're probably still ending. an hour from the end yeah um you know uh, Deckard's gone, probably to be killed or yes. tortured. Joy's dead. Um, nothing will. No one's coming in theory to save uh, Kay. Uh-huh. Um, then wilderness back to LA. Um, take it up. He, so he's tasked, but he, he he ends up talking to this uh, what what is apparently a leader of this this, this resistance movement, this underground replicant community um, that that is kind of had pseudo religious undertones to me because yeah. of the whole referring to Rachel giving birth as a miracle thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
and there's a kind of an expository scene there where she explains everything and 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 and, and kind of says to tasks him with killing Deckard. That is that's that's what he's got to do uh, in order for them to to be able to to kind of move forward with with coming out of the shadows. Um, and then I think right after right after that happens, don't we go to uh, Wallace building with Deckard in Wallace's uh, water layer? Yeah, with CGI or lookalike Rachel, um, Rachel yeah. slash Rita, yeah. um, uh, who comes out and it's like you can have her if you tell us where they are right, and what, exactly. how this all worked. Um, and then he's like, her eyes were green, you fucking idiots. Yeah. And um, and then they just fucking shoot her. Yes. She's completely worthless to them. Apart Absolutely. From just blow her brains. For down. that purpose. And it, there's a down. little bit of a shock on uh, De- Deckard. Kind of has a little bit of a like, oh, like a like a shudder or something when she when when the shot happens. Right. And, and and you can kind of tell that that uh, there's there's a there's I think the majority of him is is like he knows it's not really Rachel. But mm. there's but there's that emotional side of him that's that's pulling at his heartstrings and being like, well, but it looks like her and and it sounds like her and, and and even even though he knows it's not her, her getting killed still has an impact on him. And I thought that was a really interesting touch. It was, um, and and for me specifically, like I think the their relationship in the first film isn't really one of love; it's more one of passion or lust. Yeah, and and because they very much retrofitted it into a kind of. Uh, like undying love in that moment, I was a bit kind of like, I don't know that he would really feel that way about her. I mean, obviously he had a picture of her in his Vegas penthouse, but um, yeah. Well, my, my my thought was that we're supposed to infer that that there was a a decade or something of them being together in hiding, and and they they became deeply deeply connected in that period that we don't see that's in between okay. the two films. That was kind of the implication that I that I got. I thought they spent less time than that together because, obviously, the uh, the the thing on the wood was had the date twenty one, so you've really only got three years. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and I don't know if that was the birth of the child or the death of Rachel. Oh, good point. Yeah, and and uh, I've got the note deadbeat Deckard dad <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. he says like the kid went into the into the Oliver Twist you know San Diego mm-hmm. mine and. Um, and he said he wasn't around. I couldn't be around. I couldn't know, you know, or whatever. And um, and I got the impression that after that, him and her were very much like the kid went and, you know, Rachel went and he, you know, went off into the wilderness or whatever. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe there is more of that. But I felt this kind of like this true love moment of it which just didn't quite ring true for me, but it, it worked to what they were doing. Sure. Um, and that that was i was okay with it but it was just i just struggled with the fact that he had this because you know he's kind of a bit rough with her in the first one he is yeah yeah and and i i i I struggle with that a little bit but um but in that moment you know in that scene where you have the digital double or whatever come forward and uh you know she can be yours you can have her again i mean it's kind of creepy because he's so much older and she's exactly the same yeah um you know that i just it, the, it, the scene worked perfectly because it, it makes you kind of uneasy and then he's uneasy because he probably still wants that. Yeah. But but he can't, you know, he knows what they're doing and they just fucking blow our brains out. Yeah, it's, and, it's, um, it's terrible. It is. It is. For, for what it is, it is. And um, Do they, like, knock him out at the end of that scene? How does that scene end? I can't remember. Um, He stood there and they blow our brains out in the distance. I think they might cut away on the blow our brains okay. out. I, yeah. I might be wrong. Maybe they do, but maybe uh, not joy. Maybe love 
does something because obviously she's quite violent. But yeah, I don't think she does. I th- I feel no, like I it just cuts so away. After that, where do we go? Um, uh, Kay is back out in the world, and he is. is so his boss you... is dead already at this point because because loves loves killed her. There's definitely that scene of him like the sort of nihilist scene where he sees Joy and Joy calls him Joe and 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 he knows that like this probably ends in death for him and there's nothing else. I love that because it was all subtext, yeah. you know. And and it's just like she, the the giant advert Joy I'm talking about turns to him and it's in the trailers and it's all kind of purple and pink. Yeah, and great. Uh, it looks amazing. There's so many scenes that are just so bathed in these colors, where it's the orange oh, of the desert or the yeah. You know, did you see the big Atari logo? I did see the big yeah, Atari was, logo, which nice. bothered me in the trailer, but actually in the film didn't bother me. I quite liked it. Um, but anyway, all that happens, and I think it's just like him knowing that like he needs to do this or he needs to do some version of this. And then there must be something else, but then we're in the Lady Penelope car. Yes. Because he, he you know, goes to intersect it. And... Um, they're headed. They say, I swear, they say like Los Angeles Airport at some point. They're almost well, like spaceport, maybe. That yeah. they're um they're heading off world so they can do the torture and everything. Yeah, and I guess that the the launch site is out at sea because they go over that that cool wall that's 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 yeah. on the edge. I really like that that visual. There's one moment in, uh, earlier in the film where you just see this sheet of water coming down concrete, and and it's it's and then you see yeah. the other side of it, and it's just this kind of crazy pacific ocean lapping up against this giant wall that separates it from the city i I was was trying to think um i was trying to think when i saw that where lax was and how close to the water it was whether it was still lax it it might be and it's just it's just the seas kind of consumed that part of la if you think that's what's going to happen at some point like in terms of you know how much of we're going to lose as as the ice caps go and, and everything like you know you see these projections of how much of florida will go and how much of la will go in new york and uh, yeah, it's probably fair in terms of that. Yeah, but um, so. uh, let's not get into global warming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they 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 you know they take them out and uh, and they're not going to make it and they crash into the water. But they, I, I think there's more scenes. But let's, let's yes, yeah, so I think so. But 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 we're kind of getting to to the right right point. Yeah, yeah. they they turn around and try and come back and they can't make it over the wall and end up crashing and skidding onto the edge of of where that yeah that where the, washing the up. tide is very much coming in. It's way close, yeah. Yeah, very dark scene. Very dark scene, like, but it looks great. I, I was just thinking, I'm so glad I didn't see this in 3D because oh, I bet yeah, the extra that, layer of darkness. Reduction. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea how you go about post-producing the 3D for a scene like that. No, because there's so little. Well, there's not so little going on, but there's so little to grab onto to pop out. Yeah, that's true. And there's yeah. so much darkness that I'm just so glad I didn't go and do the IMAX 3D here. Yeah. Fucking IMAX 2D. Dips. I know, right? <laughs> Anyway, um, the- and then the, yes, yeah, so, so there's that that whole scene where uh, Deckard is is restrained in the yeah, uh, and and in in the Lady Penelope car, and after they crash, uh, Kay lands and and confronts uh, Love, and ends up then uh, that's that moment that I mentioned earlier on where where they end up fighting and he ends up killing her by holding her under the water. Yeah, well, and but he. Yeah, or she comes back a couple of times in classic yeah. uh, horror movie villain, yeah. you know, uh, form. We haven't actually said we jump past it, but the fact that the the bombshell that Harrison Ford drops in Vegas, where it's like, no, there was a daughter. Yes, like you're not the chosen one. That's where you get the Wild Wild West ending, and uh, 
you know that he's uh it's not him it's yeah it's the the d- doctor whatever her chops is in in the uh in the uh hermetically sealed pod which i still didn't get at that point i i, I didn't get it until they literally until after this scene we're just talking about now until they landed at that building again and i was like oh, oh really that's okay. when i got it wow. yeah um but yeah they have sweet fight he drowns her i like it when she thinks she's won and yes. uh and, and she i kisses wasn't him. sure she kisses him for yeah. no reason and uh she either said i'm the best or i'm the last oh okay but alex who went to see it in spain where it's subtitled for spanish uh-huh. he confirmed that it said i'm the best okay and uh i really liked that and i was kind of like you know what yeah you know you, you've earned that you, you are the and, best <laughs> you are the best and um but then she loses anyway but then harrison ford like you were saying earlier maybe he drowns maybe he doesn't but they do pull him out yeah but then you have that thing of like you know he's telling uh old k is telling uh deckard you did die this yes. is your dead this is your death, and you yeah. know he's going to take that back to the underground maybe he'll work with the underground from this point right um but deckard is dead in the same way that he told robin Wright the child is dead but mm-hmm. this actually jump back a piece okay. the um there's a thing where love says they can't lie Hmm. When uh, when she's talking to Robin Wright, it's like, of course he did. We can't, can't lie, or oh, something like that. And okay. then and then obviously she can because she's fucking super bitch. Yeah. Um. Uh. But it was really kind of interesting that like, d- d- for some reason, Kay can or he has the capacity to to but to put it away in some way. I, I thought that was really interesting, but it was a really small subtextual. That that is interesting. I wonder though if if it's like they can't lie and, and get away with it is kind of the implication there because it throws them off their baseline. Oh, it could be. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. Especially if there's a baseline test. Yeah. Um, which maybe not all of them have. I don't know. Do you actually see any other modern replicants doing anything other than hooking? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think you do. You don't see any of them just in the world, do you? Well, you may uh, well, you, you, you Yeah, that's in the background. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's you don't really even see any other humans. It's quite narrow in that respect. Yeah. Um, well, there's lots of other humans, but but they just they are they're, they're set dressing. Yeah. Anyway, you know, lots of um, busy crowds and stuff. And one of the things that actually uh, because I thought the same thing jumping back about when he took the car um, from LA, the LAPD, uh, it, it seemed to me that that in, in that very early scene where he's walking through and you know the the, the uh, detective like goes to shoulder check him, um, everything felt very chaotic. Yes, in, in in the PD, and you know they're like steam cleaning or uh, jet washing the walls and stuff at one point. And it just everything yeah. seemed very very. That was chaotic. outside the um the lab. Yeah. Uh, the the morgue or whatever you want to call it, but there was it was red as well. It was mm-hmm. almost like like someone had got in there, and it was it reminded me of like a, an animal rights protest. Yeah. Like they were spraying like this 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 red almost spray paint or blood off these walls, and I, I did wonder what the hell that was. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Those little elements. That's what I really liked about it. Just yeah, how how much scope the world had. Even you know the blade, the original Blade Runner was this much, and then it blows it open to include Vegas and San Diego and all sure. this. Like it goes so much bigger, um, but still gives you tiny little specific elements where you're like, "What the hell was that about?" What's going on there? But it's just it's just like you meant to. In my mind, you meant to accept it as just part of the world. This is something mm. that you don't quite understand, but this is part of of the world that we're, that we're building that you're, you're yeah. getting a glimpse of. And I love that. That's, that's one of the things I really like about it. And, yeah, and there's too. a bit of a reprise of the, uh, some of the shots in the snow were really pretty as well. I thought, 
Um, yeah. There's a bit of a shot. Uh, there were some bicycles in the background as well, which which harkened back to the the Chinese women on bicycles in the first one. I did not notice. Yeah. Okay, nice. I will look out. Yep, yep. Uh, definitely look out for that. Uh, so we go from the uh, the 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 sea wall to yeah. Do we go directly to to? Uh, a, Let's a, go and meet your re- daughter. Yeah, we do, don't we? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else in there. It's no. very much just like that's going to be our ramp up to the ending. Yes. And then, so he's well, we know by this point he's got a giant piece of glass or something in yeah. his in his guts, and he's probably not going to make it. Uh-huh. He's covering that up under his sweet jacket, like yeah, kind of hunched over and stuff. Yeah. How many of those jackets are they going to sell? I mean, come on, uh, hot topic. Like, I imagine a lot of people are buying those jackets. Yeah, hot hot topic. Um, yeah, so he goes to meet his daughter, and that for you, that was where you got it. That was where I got it. As soon as I saw that that building, I was like, ah, okay, all right. Um, it was nice though because it was really, really only two scenes, you know, where you think you're the center of the universe, but actually, it's this person that was side character, which I thought was nice. But yeah, I'd I'd already got it. But yeah, it was nice either way. Um, yeah, so you you kind of have this thing where you, you know you have the speech, and he goes in like, why are you doing this? Like, what what is in it for you? Uh, he goes in, he goes to meet her. You get the almost the the handprint on the window. Does Kay die at that point? Because I, I felt like he the, dies on those steps. That's what I think, and because the, yeah. there's a, the reprise of the the tears in rain music, um, and ah. and this is a, a, a you know big pull out, and then you see him from above, and the snow's falling, and he, he sees the, the 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 snowflakes on his hand and stuff, and then he lies back on the steps, and 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 then credits. But I I think that that is him dying. Yeah. That's that, yeah, was the, and, that was what I got from it. You get the almost the same that ending from the uh, the final cut thing that I really like, where it just it's that like slow build. You know, there's going to be more after we cut, but we're yep. going to cut. Mm-hmm. Where he walks up to the glass and she comes up to the glass and he puts her hand on. I don't think he cries, but he's certainly looking sad. Yeah. And then you like bam, yeah, you know, and we're out. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought the the ending was was nicely flat and building. But uh, I think some people would think it's not enough if they've been in there for three hours. I think you're probably right. Uh, I think, well, I, I know because I've had a text from one of them that thought it was boring and it was dog shit. Yeah, and, um, that's what my mother and, thought. Uh, the, really? Did she, and that's what I wondered earlier I on when you said it. that. She's like so disappointing. And uh, I was like, I, I loved it. I was sitting right next. I was like, I, I was amazing. <laughs> I got a text earlier on. It was saying, Did the director even watch the original? You know, like, what? You know, yeah, I just, okay. it's it's interesting. I but I think this is going to be a very marmite like marmite thing. Yeah, um, I think it's going to split audiences. I think certain people are going to love it, and a lot of people. I mean, anyone who's seeing it, we're recording this on a Saturday evening. Anyone who saw it tonight, like who went based on hype and based on like I like Ryan Gosling and crazy stupid love. You know, like I think that <laughs> oh, Han Solo's in it. Yeah, they're gonna fucking hate it, and I think. <laughs> I, I fully expect at the moment. I think it's like parity on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, um, and I think it's going to fall for the audience side quite soon. Okay. The, the I think it's like ninety percent, like eighty-five to ninety percent, and I, I expect the audience version to fall and the critic version to stay high. And it'll be one of those ones that splits audiences and critics. And there'll probably be a lot of people online who are kind of like, "No, you just don't get it. You're stupid." And, Nothing um, comes at night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's gonna be that it's gonna be the oh i might we should read some reviews. i was just thinking I know we've got time it's gonna split people it really is yeah anyway yeah. um i liked it i don't do recommendations but 
if you're going to see it, let us know if you liked it. I suppose. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear other people's opinions on it because I think you're right that the the fascinating thing about about hearing uh, reactions to it is 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 going to be those people who you kind of like aren't sure about. It's like like I mean, as well as we know each other, you weren't sure whether I was going to like it. So I just couldn't. I yeah. I I have no idea with this one. I think it's yeah. So it would be interesting to see how people react to it because I think it is, and you know, just the the idea that that people can have such a strong different reaction having watched it this the, exactly the same film is really fascinating because I don't know, yeah, I I, I I am I turning into the 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 Michael Bay fanboy who likes trans the, the, all the Transformers movies just because they're Transformers movies? I don't think so. I I I, I liked this movie on its merits. Uh, it, to, to me, it was it was good. But yeah, I, I, I like you. I, I don't. I don't tend to do recommendations, and I, and I don't think I could recommend this to anyone because if you don't like atmospheric, uh, world building, kind of got to get into it type movies, then it's not for you. Which is weird because we both liked it so much. Yeah, but we can't because we both know how much maybe this isn't mainstream movie making, even at you know level it's at yeah it's weird to be able to say we couldn't tell people to go and see it it, it is it is yeah because because uh, yeah uh, just thinking about talking to people at work on monday there's one guy at work who um who i who i could probably say yeah you're gonna either hate or love this but i know you'll at least sit through it that there are other people's uh, other people's there's other people's that i know who there I, are I'm, other people's. I'm just thinking they might get up and walk out yeah i think so too i was saying the same thing people were like how did you like it and i was like I liked it a lot, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you can just see it coming. I think yeah. with this one where it's going to be, especially considering how many times it's already been called a masterpiece, how many times before release it was called a masterpiece uh -huh. that it's, it's going to turn, you know, yeah, at some point people the wrong way as well, <laughs> whether it's expectation or whether it's going to rub people the wrong pay way or whether people are just going to get bored because of the length and they've been in there and they had the big tango, you know? Yeah. You know, I just, I just, it'd be really interesting to see how this one plays out. And I just hope the, uh, the people who, who liked it like us don't turn on the people who didn't online, but they will. It's online, you know, that's what happens. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to see it again tomorrow as well, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking uh, about going to see it again uh, already. I just yeah. saw it last night and I kind of want to go see it again. I think there's so much more in it to unpack. We'll probably pick up on this later, but yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on in it, and I hope I hope people who do go and see it, who in theory are the people listening to this because they've they've stuck with us for a horrendous length of time, um, enjoyed it and are interested in other people's opinions on it, whether they liked it or not. Yeah, me too. I agree. You're out there somewhere, beer baron, and I'll find you. Yes, I will.